0: We never wanted to celebrate because of the fond response and because of our practice that we have been giving so much airtime to the negative thoughts. So, by us practicing celebration, we are giving more airtime to the positive side of the things so we can include that into our identity to start believing those things as true. Welcome to Love, Shine, Flourish, a podcast for Asian women in their 40s. My name is Claudia Chen, and I'm a life coach, wife, and mom. If you're ready to do the inner work to let go of expectations, break through limiting beliefs, step into your authentic self, and live the life you dream of, I can help. Come on this adventure with me, and we'll do this together. Hey there, welcome back to my podcast. I'm extremely excited to share today's message with you, which is about celebration, or more specifically, why we cannot celebrate ourselves. So before I dive into that, I just wanna give you a little bit of an update of what's happening. And the first thing that I'm really excited about is the fact that my book, Asian Women Trailblazers Hubasa already has a cover art and is ready for pre-order. And I'm so excited about this book because I'm sharing the stage with 15 other Asian women to share our stories about how we got out of our own ways and forged our own paths. And the other thing is In the middle of May, I actually got to go to Las Vegas for the Women Who Boss Up conference. And I felt so blessed to be in that room with all these women because for the longest time, since I was in high school, I had wished that I know someone so that I can be part of that group to understand what's going on. How how are they thinking? What is their secret in order to get themselves to that point? And when I was in that conference, I found it. I was within a group of women who are courageous, going after what they dreamed of, working really hard, having a lot of fun, being really nice and grounded and super generous and caring and helpful. And I felt like I belonged in that group. It was really mind-blowing because as they say, you are the average of the five people you hang out with. For the longest time, the mindset that was taught to me by my mom was the fact that you are stuck with whatever you're given. You just keep working hard until you retire and then you just have fun after that. And for me, it had always Been something that I was really against. Even today, like I was, there was an announcement saying that one of my colleagues is retiring after 39 years of working. I'm so happy for her, yet at the same time, I was like, oh my gosh, 39 years of working. And it had happened since I started working on the first day of my work. There were announcements of people retiring after 40 years of working. And I was like, oh, I don't want to be here for 40 years. I'm like, there must be something out there that is for me. There must be something different that I can do. There must be something more to it than what it is. So that has always been my mindset and mentality. So after this conference, right now, I am actually working on being a speaker. And I have a speaking engagement lined up already in October. And that's happening in Paris. I'm so proud of myself. Right now, there is a strike at the international airport in France. I don't know if it's going to happen or not, but at this moment, it is going to happen. And I am so blessed and so excited for this opportunity. Whether I get to speak or not, that is already my new identity. And this is what I wanted to do, which is to celebrate. So I did. I heard my coach, Brooke Steele, talked about one of Jack Canfield's books, and he suggested that we should write a list of our accomplishments, starting from when you learned how to walk. So I did. I wrote a list of my own accomplishments. I was so proud of myself, logically but emotionally, I felt so disappointed in myself. And the main reason is because the more I write, the more of my critical voice is jumping at me, telling me, hey, Claudia, don't you remember this other thing that you didn't do? Hey, Claudia, what about this thing that you did do and you failed? Uh, What about if you have done this already, you had been further along? And, that voice was horrendous. So I was in such a deep state of disappointment, even though I was so proud. On paper, I was like, I am so proud of myself, but I don't feel proud at all. So I took this to my coaching session and my coach said, yeah, of course. Of course you feel disappointed look at all the thoughts that are coming up for you. What are you making those thoughts mean about you? So for those of you who don't know, our feelings are not created by what's happening outside. Our feelings are created by the thoughts that we have, the story that we come up with about ourselves. And the moment I made my thought mean that I'm a failure. I am further behind than where I should be. That's what caused the disappointment. And it is. So let's talk about celebration, right? Celebration, we don't like it because when we celebrate, when we celebrate, all sorts of things come up. When we celebrate ourselves, that kind of logically it equates to, if we fail, we're going to get laughed at, we're going to get embarrassed, we're going to get humiliated, and that's why we don't want to try things. And we don't want to celebrate ourselves. We don't want to put ourselves out there. There is something called a fond response. It is actually part of the sympathetic nervous system responses. If you have heard of fight, flight, or freeze, those are all sympathetic nervous system responses. Meaning when you come upon a threat, if your brain senses danger, you're going to resort into one of these modes. And fun response, the definition of it, is that it will make us Consistently abandon our own needs in order to serve others so that we can avoid the conflict, avoid the criticism, and avoid the disapproval. And it usually happens in the group setting, right? So if you think about it in the ancient time, like in the caveman, cavewoman time, right, you're in a group setting. If you boast too much, people get jealous of you, they despise you, you're going to get kicked out of the group, right? So we don't want to get too far ahead from other people. And also if let's say you fell behind, you don't want to be left behind, you want to push yourself a little harder so you get into get back into the middle of the group that's why there is the saying you are the average of the five people you surround yourself with because you we want to be in the middle of the whole group fun response makes us want to make ourselves small when we want to celebrate ourselves We keep it to ourselves. We keep it small. We say, Oh, it's just my luck. Oh, I don't know what happened. You know, like we will come up with these things because we don't want to boast. And this is also the same response that makes us do things so that we can gain approvals even when we don't want to do something because we want to fit in. We don't want to bring spotlight to ourselves. We don't want to be hated. And so, this response had a big deal to do with the reason why we don't want to celebrate, right? For me, as a Chinese girl in the Chinese culture, we're taught not to boast too much. My mom always would say, don't be too proud of myself. We don't brag about stuff because what if you fail? You're going to make a fool out of yourself. Your Other people are going to laugh at you, make fun of you. We're going to lose face. Losing face, be bringing shame to the family. Is the biggest thing that Chinese people want to avoid because when we fail, it's not just for the individual. Somehow it applies to the entire family and then it becomes the lineage. And then it's like a collective shame. We're terrified of failing. We're terrified of feeling shame because we care a lot about what other people say to us, think about us. And that's why we don't like to celebrate. But the truth is, this is a taught belief. This is a belief that we have that has been passed down onto us that we had never examined. So what happens is when we practice celebration, we are bringing in the other set of truth back into ourselves. What I mean is that I'm 42 this year, for the past 40 something years, my brain had been practicing negative thoughts about myself. Oh, I can't do that. I don't know how to do that. I'm stupid. I'm not that smart, right? All these thoughts, are they true? Well, maybe, it may be true half of the time. I can be very mean. I can be very lazy, I can be very stupid, I can act very stupid, right? Like those things are me, but I made those things 100% me. Now let's talk about the positive. I am also courageous, I'm also very creative, I'm also smart, I'm also caring, Are those things me? Not all the time, but some of it is true. When we celebrate, we bring that positive statements back into our life so that we can have that balance again. 50% I'm the negative, 50% I'm the positive. When I was disappointed in myself, it's because I was making all of those negative things 100% true about me. And now my brain was dwelling and dwelling and dwelling into those things but I can choose to believe that these thoughts are not serving me. So I'm willing to let them go because I am practicing giving airtime to the positive thoughts. Am I tr- is it true all the time that I'm courageous? Heck no, I am not 100% courageous. Like I would put myself out there for a little bit and then it would take me some time to, to recover and I will have to hold myself back just so I can relax and heal myself. So I'm not always 100% courageous, but I can still believe that I'm courageous. I can still believe I'm creative. I'm not creative all the time, but I'm giving those positive thoughts some airtime. So that's why we learn to celebrate. So to recap, we never wanted to celebrate because of the fond response. And because of our practice that we have been giving so much airtime to the negative thoughts. So by us practicing celebration, we are giving more airtime to the positive side of the things so we can include that into our identity to start believing those things as true. And when my coach told me, what are you making those negative thoughts mean about you? I can just acknowledge them but I don't have to make that my identity. I can see them, I think them, but I can choose to focus on the positive statements that is true for myself. And so for you, when you celebrate, know that the main reason for you to celebrate is so that you can include the positive back into your own identity. Give yourself a chance to say, yes, I am smart. Yes, I am amazing. Yes, I am incredible. Yes, I'm caring. Yes, I'm thoughtful. Yes, I'm generous. Because we had given too much air time to that negative side already. Celebration is for you to do that. And it's a practice. We have to learn to practice that. What happens when we have included that in our lives? what happens is that I feel more loved. I feel more compassion with myself because I can actually see that I am whole, right? I am not just the negative. I'm both the negative and the positive. So I give myself grace for all the things I had not accomplished. I give myself a lot of compassion for even being able to own to those positive thoughts. And that is how I give myself love. And once I'm able to do that, and I can celebrate other people. I don't put down other people anymore. I don't get jealous of other people anymore. It's like those crabs in the pail. I don't pull them down anymore. I lift them up. I'm able to lift them up because I lift myself up. And that's the beauty of celebration. So I hope that when you hear about celebrate yourself, really consider doing that for you. How can you do that? Sit down with one piece of paper, another piece on the side, and write down what Jack Canfield suggested. Write down all your accomplishments from the day you started walking. And write it all down until now. All the things that you can think of. What happens is you'll notice these other negative thoughts are going to come up. That's okay. Write those down too on the side paper. Just write them all down. Write them all down and give more airtime to the celebration sheet, your accomplishments, because you already know the story that are coming up for you in the negative thoughts, but you're acknowledging them. You're not shunning them. There will be more negative thoughts than positive thoughts. And that's just because you have been practicing all these negative thoughts. Right now, we're transitioning to practice, to focus on the positive. So try that. You may, you may end up feeling disappointed in yourself because of all those negative thoughts that come up for you. And I want to, you to ask yourself this, what am I making those things mean about me? Am I going to use that negative sheet of paper to define who I am? Or am I going to give more airtime to my accomplishments to see how proud I am of myself? It takes practice. It takes patience. It's not going to come up right away for you. You may be able to list a few things, but keep practicing, celebrating yourself. That's it for today. If this episode resonates with you, I would love for you to write a review for me on my podcast. And until next time.